Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. Now, here's your host, Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. All right, Tanya, are you there? You know, these things happen when you're doing live recordings. So what I'll do is play a little bit of music, and then we'll hopefully start the program. Let's see if Tanya's on. anything. Tanya, oh. are you there? Oh. Tanya? Yes. You can hear me now. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Oh, yeah, but like I didn't hear a whole thing at the beginning. Okay, I said hello. Oh, okay, so hello. <laughs> hello. We have a hard time to connect it. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> but we're together yeah. now. We're together now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All so right. Like the block phone is like it just like a five five second and then it just hang up on me. So I just wanted to let you know. Okay. And if something happens, and then I'll just send you to uh, Facebook Messenger. So okay. does that work? Because okay. I'm on that, the phone. Okay. That sounds fantastic. We'll make it happen. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's begin this journey. Let's begin this journey together. Yes. What is, what is poetry, Tanya? Wow. Um, you know, I think poetry is almost like letter. And um, it's just like everybody, I, it seems like it's a different meaning, different dialogue. But everybody has a different own their own definitions and then own way to um, describe. And um, I think it's just like a heart language, you know, like you express it through your heart. Mm-hmm. And then um, so I think to me is almost like a letter and poetry is, heart. I think that that is like something hard to describe in mm-hmm. your heart, but mm-hmm. then you have to um, able to express through your heart. So um, I think that that's what poetry is. Yesterday, for example, it was like unexpected. Like it's just like you get from unexpected. And then yes. it's almost like treasure box in your heart. And then you don't know what, 
when it's coming out, you know, like you just mm-hmm. like put in your inside of you, like, and mm-hmm. then sometimes you express on different ways. And then I had like a quite a bit like um, wonderful experience yesterday. I'm in New York right now. And then um, Brooklyn Poetry Festival, like a book fair is starting a little bit. And then I was at um, Speak Easy, um, the event yesterday, what they do is like they're giving a book away to the children or people. And then we had like a drawing yesterday, right, on the wall. So mm-hmm. there's the artist over there. And then she like put the big paper and then like whoever wants to draw something. And almost end like, you know, almost close four o'clock, they're wrapping up. And this big guy came and then with a football, you know, shirt. And then he was drawing something on the corner. And um, he turned around and say, I cannot believe what you guys did was just amazing. And then it touched my heart. And then, oh, my God, I wish um, I could recall what he said because he was he was a big man, and then he was start crying. And mm. then he said, and then on the corner, he wrote, like, poems, like, on the corner, right? And then what he told us that um, his house got burned, like, totally burned a um, couple years ago or something. And then um, he was writing poetry and then drawing and all that kind of stuff. It got burned. But now, that moment... Yesterday, he was getting charcoal, drawing the um, house, and writing a couple words. And it just gives him a memory of what he had and then how he used to love writing, how he used to do the art. So that, like, on the other hand, it's just like poetry could be brings your memory, you express your heart, you know. Uh, very vulnerable, I think that's what it is. Is that enough? <laughs> if no, that was beautifully, <laughs> yeah. beautifully stated. I mean, it's the heart. I mean, it's the poem. Yeah, I think like the yeah, heart is like my um, when you say like choose one word to um, mm-hmm. definition for poetry, then I would say poetry is the heart to me. All right, that's beautiful. beautiful but it could be different to you, you know. Yes, that's so true. But I like yours better than mine. That's great. <laughs> as, you, as you think about your body of work, what have been some of the okay. predominant things? What are some of the themes of your work? Well, um, it's just very interesting because I, um, I'm an immigrant. I came here. Um, so my mother tongue is Korean. So I mm-hmm. used to write like a Korean. And then when I was like writing in Korean, uh, what happened is, that we learn how to write a poem in Korea, right? And then that's how you learn. You're like, you not express like directly your feeling. And then also in a lot of um, the explanation in Korean, like a way of the use of language that uh, we don't need to use the pronoun, you know, or subject, you know. So um, we could we could just like say that without it. So it was really hard to um, have that, like, way of um, writing. And then also, for example, 
that when you write like a report or like a tongue paper, that we um, in America when we do like you got to do like you know topic and then you know what is the, your talking subject like and then you got to talk about like I'm gonna talk about one two three you know, but that is like really sort of like bad writing in Korean. We talk about you probably know like you know that like. Just for example, letter, you have to write about the weather first before you get into the point. You know, mm. so, oh, it's like raining coming out. You know, this is like, you know, um, how are you doing this cold, like raining season, you know, or something like that. And by the way, you know, um, let's say, you know, the book that you borrow from me, can, when can you? send it to me back that's the party but you go like really really go circle around and then you say it and then and you have to say you know uh, please keep warm you know or something like that so we learn that like we learn how to not say directly one three four five you know no okay. it just goes round. so that's the way you learn and um for like to me it's like writing my um topic got really changed because when I came and then I'm writing like you know and then also the we write about like beauty, nature, you know, that is like a poetry. I mean it's changing of course. But you know, mm-hmm. that's how I learn. And then I came here and then when you write about that kind of stuff and then it's just like really not get into the reader. And yes. also um, through the language, it just, just like changes. Through the language, it changes, you know. So it, it's just like a, very interesting because um, I get a lot of questions like, do you write English first or Korean first or like mm-hmm. what, you know. And, of course, I wrote Korean first at the beginning, and then I um, – translate my own work Korean to English and um, there is a period that like I was having time that like oh my goodness if I write in Korean then I say okay what is this word that could be possibly close to translate in English you know yes. if I don't have or feel like equivalent like the words then I say oh then I better change Korean words too so like I I, I um, share my struggles with like my poet friends. I said like, yes. oh my God, I feel like I'm my own prisoner because it's like I feel mm. like when I'm writing in Korean, then I said like, oh, what is the equivalent word in English with that word? It could be. I was like consciously thinking about it, and then now I don't. I just like if I feel like I'm gonna just write in Korean, then I just write in Korean, and then I let it be. I just don't attempt to translate it. And then just let it be. And then when I couple a couple years later that I come back to translate it, and then um, I just had to like you know recently have that experience. It's just totally different feeling. Like I cannot my own poem, and then uh, because of the language that like I wrote in Korean, but I never can deliver same emotion to English. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, let me ask this question then. What do you think helps set you free from that prison? Uh, so, like for me, yeah, like it's so, 
<laughs> let it be. So like I cannot control. Do you know what okay. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like um and then like a lot of like experimental, you know. So like for a beginning of a pandemic, you know, I go like I did a workshop and then with the high school students and then um through the Zoom and then I say, Hey, I'm gonna write in um bilingual, like I'm going to write in English and then I'm going to translate to Korean or vice versa. And that was really hard. But like there was another like a very experimental. So it it is not like, I think like I'm just like sort of seeing like what progress that I have and then what kind of experience I have. So I cannot lock in myself and then I cannot put it in the box in myself as an artist. Yes. So yes. knowing like two languages and then um, I just have to let go and then like put myself to, okay, you know, um, and then so like we could do like a multi-genre or like so sometimes like now I do like just if I cannot translate certain word in like to English, then I just use Korean word in there. Okay. You know, and then mm-hmm. um, maybe that words, like origin words, text, or deliver the emotion. So, and then sometimes, so then even I read Korean, and then I just read in Korean first, and then yes. let audience feel whatever the sound, you know, some, just mm-hmm. like you could just like, sense if you really pay attention, and then you just like understand the emotion without knowing the language sometimes. Don't you think? Well, I believe the same thing. Well, what I'd like you to mm. do for us is to share yeah. a poem. Share mm. a poem with us, please. Okay, I will. Um, so I think like it's interesting during pandemic, and I um, have this poem that I wrote early, early in ages. And then... It the emotion comes back and then like whoa you know so I'm gonna read in Korean first and then translate it okay all right so so you don't even know I do that like a descent like a talk show to you like that I'm <laughs> I'm reading in Korean and then I ask them so what do you think that I wrote. What? How you feel? <laughs> and then I asked them to like write. Yeah, like just I'm gonna read it in Korean, and then you just write like mm-hmm. what I um read. You know, like tell me what you think. You know, and then they write, and then like that is like a good exercise because yes, then mm-hmm. they could tune in. You know, the sound. So um okay, here we go. 기화 언제 집으로 돌아가지? 당신은 묻습니다. 돌아갈 집도 조국도 없는 내게 피난민인가? 당신은 묻습니다. 난 피난민은 아니지만 돌아갈 집도 조국도 없답니다. 그럼 영주권자인가 보지? 당신은 내게 묻습니다. 영주자도 아니지만 돌아갈 집도 조국도 없답니다. 나는 왜 돌아갈 집도 조국도 없는 거지? 만일 당신이 물으시면 나 웃으며 이렇게 대답하지요. 나는 이 나라의 새 시민, 이곳이 바로 나의 새 집이기 때문이라고. 당신은 제가 이 나라의 새 국민이 된것 자꾸 잊어버리시는 것 같습니다. 
나의 증명서 너무 커서 목에 달고 다닐 수가 없어 벽에 걸어 놓았지요. 제발 그만 내게 물어보세요. 언제 집으로 돌아가느냐고. 난더 이상 이방인이 아니랍니다. So, I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, or like you getting the words. Come on, that's how I learn English too. So come on, well, mimic me. So <laughs> okay, okay, what, what okay. To me, it sounded yeah. sad. It sounded sad. I don't know oh, why. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe, and I think that's the biggest takeaway that I have is that maybe because the way that you read it, it just sounded sounded very melancholy. A melancholy. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a question okay. that I'll ask you. What is the relationship yeah. between your speaking voice and your written voice? But you can answer that after you do the translation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is like, and then like this is like interesting, but like, um, hmm. You know, I could have read like this too. Uh, 언제 집으로 돌아가지? 당신은 묻습니다. 돌아갈 집도 조국도 없는 내게. 피난민인가? 당신은 묻습니다. 난 피난민은 아니지만 돌아갈 집도 조국도 없답니다. It's the same poem. It sounds more authoritative. Yeah. That one sounds more authoritative than the way that you expressed yeah, it. Yeah, so time. that depends on so. like what rules that I'm taking. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I tell yes. you about this. So yeah, like I think like maybe uh why should I read it softly? Huh. Huh. Um see like um actually that this is like a more sound like it, this was more feeling when I write it. I don't know why mm-hmm. I changed it to like my soft sound because I felt like oh it's a Korean. I supposed to read it in softly. You know what I mean? Oh, I understand. No, serious. Like that. I, I gotta explain to you later. So then, like that is the sum. Like it, I mean, this is like actually I was not melancholy. I was like so. Um, yeah, that this second voice is like a more way I wanted to deliver my message. The last yeah. part. Yeah. This is like a way I wanted to deliver the message, but yes. Hmm. Okay. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, read the read the like, English read the English translation. Yeah, I want to hear. I'm reading you right now. So, like it's in English. So this is like so interesting because I just had a recording um, to Korean um, writers, so I had to send my um, interview in Korean. To send to Korea for the um, author authors week in Korea, but that was very interesting experience as well too because um, I could talk in English like send like express my feelings directly, mm-hmm. and in Korean like just like what I read in Korean earlier like it just. The, I, I don't know how do I um, 
say and place my emotion and tone. Like I got a little confused. And then, of yeah. course, you know, I left there for like, you know, many years ago. So then I feel like I'm not using update Korean words. Okay. I don't know. Yes. Yes, but anyway, so back to here. Naturalization. You asked me, when do you go back home? I have no home, no country. You asked me, are you a refuge? I'm not a refuge, but I have no home, no country. You asked me, are you an alien? I'm not an alien, but I have no home, no country. If you ask me, why do you have no home, no country, I will smile and say, I, too, am a citizen of this country. This is my new home. You keep forgetting I'm a new member of this country. My membership is hung on my wall, too big to put around my neck. You, quit asking me when I'm going back home. I'm not a stranger among you anymore. Oh, that was very powerful, Tanya. I know. And there was that no- is... <laughs> there was nothing melancholy. There was nothing melancholy <laughs> or sad about that poem. <laughs> <laughs> nothing no, at all. No, it's not. <laughs> and that, I, oh gosh, that's why this, it's like that was like a confused and then... um. And actually, that poem that I wrote after I become a citizen, and then like after you become a citizen, before you become a citizen, then like oh, even constantly like now they keep asking, oh, so where are you from? Los Angeles? Mm. No, 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 no. Where? <laughs> <laughs> where do you live? Los Angeles? No, 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 no. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, like, I came from heaven. Is that answered your question? You know? <laughs> uh, but after after you became um citizen, it just really bothers. Like, I feel like I, would you let me be belong here too? But, like, I just feel like you keep treating me like I'm an outsider. Do you know yes, what I, I understand. Mean? Beautifully written. Beautifully written. And it was so crisp and clear what the message was. Mm-hmm. I, am, I am not an outsider. I belong here. No. Too. I, belong I am here belong. Too. I belong here. You know, but like it's just so hard. Yes, so, I understand. Um, yeah. So, like, I mean, so then, like, another poem that, like, I wrote, uh, that is. So um, I I really hope like you know if you want to understand somebody mm-hmm. then like you, you try to put on their shoes on you know and see yes. they're going through but yes yeah but like, if you only have um, lived here you know not experienced like other people's lives you know then it is hard but like so I just wanted to share one part that like. Um, and there's like, oh, if you don't like it, then go back to your home, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so easy to say that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, so, I do. Uh, so back to the, your question, it's like, what is the poetry again? Then mm-hmm. I wanted to say the heart, and then it's like we share compassion. we got to be 
understand each other, compassion, you know. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. like what you asked me, you know, just like sometimes I write in Korean, sometimes it's just like a process. We try to get to know each other. So um, this was like the beginning of like my life in America. This is how I felt too, you know, life from one extreme to another. Two different well, people in... Yeah, let's go, go back ahead. a moment. What was an okay. early ex- what was an early experience where you learned that mm. poetic language had power? Ooh. I ask great questions, Tanya. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That is oh my goodness. Like just what I'm asking like telling you. Yes. Because well, I didn't have poetry. It would be really, really hard. Like you know, so it's just like um, the poetry, you know, like a heart, compassion. It's like a dialogue. I've been mm-hmm. writing to myself, like through my feelings, my emotions, and then my diary, right? Yeah. And that um, becomes the word, and then, like, I write and, you know, draft and draft, and then, like, when I make, you know, poem, and then... Um, felt so much power when I share my poems and then they say, oh my goodness, you know, that's exactly what I wanted to say in words, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, like you don't know my experience and then just like the naturalization that I um, read to you and then um, then you get it. If I don't share my experience, you would never know. I would so never know. So that, like, power is um, sometimes the sharing could be really vulnerable, but mm-hmm. yet it is I am letting letting you know. Wow. Now, words. Yeah. When you, sometimes when you, think you don't about, get it. But it's a, hmm. Well, let me ask this question before we move into another poem. When you think about a poem, how does it begin for you with an idea, a form, or an mm-hmm. image? Well, just again, like just like yesterday, for example, mm-hmm. um, it's like out of blue. Like I was like walking this street, like um, that, like just um, people were like getting the books, and then like it's a new, like a new town, you know. So I said. Let me just walk this block. You know what I mean? Because yes. it's like curious. You're, I'm so curious. You know, like what what's going on? I want to taste the new food. You know, like all that kind of stuff. So, so just I'm, I just like wanted to like a fresh one, like out of like you know really explaining what's going on. So yesterday, the image what I'm talking to you right now is that I was walking down the street like that, like a block. And there, like, it was quite nice, like, brown, like, you know, blocks. And mm-hmm. um, there's a mirror outside the trash, right? And it got cracked, right? Cracked on the mirror on the street, like somebody's throwing away. And um, I was just, like, standing, looking at myself in the broken mirror. And I would say, it just reminds me something and um, it's just like my emotion just 
get like focused on out of blue. Like there's so many different things, right? But the image of a mirror, broken mirror, and then I'm standing there, and I don't know. But like mm-hmm. it, that image is stuck in my mind. So um, I like sometimes I take a picture, and then just like maybe a couple months later, I will look at that you know um, image again. I will write it. Um, but like it just it, like while I'm talking, like it just in my gut or something feels something about mm-hmm. I have to write about that, but I don't know exactly what. But the image is a stuck on me, right? Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes it starts like that, and um, sometimes I wrote like poem, like you know, for example, I am um, I wrote a poem about my mom's death. And um, there's the one image that I wanted to give, and I cannot find it, that image. It took me one image, one word of the image. Mm-hmm. It took me a couple of years to find the right image that is exactly what I wanted to connect was that uh, my mom died in heart attack. And yes. um, in Korea, there... Um, um, different style of like a funeral, but like anyway, um, my aunt said like my mom couldn't close the eyes because we are all in America, and my mom died in Korea alone and heart attack, and then so that um, you know she couldn't close her eyes because she must wanted to see us, right? But like. Mm-hmm words like I mean probably like sometimes like when you read with just one word what poet wrote and you're not gonna understand but like for that one word like um, open eyes in the casket that one one like you know that that image you know open eyes in the casket that is took me a couple years to come out that is exactly what I mean I had to cry over and over write that word, word but um so that is like i wanted to like one poem you it takes me a couple of years to get like no that's the image that i wanted to get it so then i won't um i won't do it so then that is the image that like it takes me a couple of years to write one word to like ah oh, that's the word so mm-hmm. that's how it goes and then sometimes um like there's one poem that to home um, that home, that poem is I didn't um, translate in English yet, but like that poem, just like I write, like just sit there, and like uh, one day I dropped the kid, and then like you know I just felt like oh we just like need to make like a big pot of soup, and then welcome the people, and then give the soup to people who wants to have like a soup, you know. And it's just like a very short passage of the poem in Korean. And, oh, my goodness, like the Korean people love that poem to the home <laughs> because the soup image, because, you know, especially um California, there is like no, like, cold, cold day. But, like, now I'm in New York, it, this weather is just like a soul binds me of, like, a Korean weather, right? So wintertime, okay. <gasps> a bowl of soup, you know, and it just connects. <laughs> Click, you know what I mean? So yes, that I poem, do. if I translate in um, 
in English, it doesn't connect together. So I am waiting, like it's just like a waiting, or like it's probably different way of the form or like a different of the words that mm-hmm. I have to deliver the emotion. So I didn't translate that poem. Um, so it's just different. And then um, image, emotion, you know, like it comes a different way. Like someday, oh, my goodness. Like And then especially like reading other people's poem. Like one day I was reading uh, Loose Stones, the stories. That's poem that I was like at night. Like I'm just reading like her poems. And then she was like writing like a very simple way of like it's a title is I believe it's a story. And then like I was like reading her poems and then it's like, Oh my god, if you could write that one, I could write and then like I put that poem away and I wrote like this um poem that I wasn't able to write. So do you wanna hear the title I'd of love the poem? To. I love to hear the title. I love to hear the title and the poem. The title and the poem. The title and the poem. I I don't think I'm gonna read it that long poem, but like the title okay. is the confronting my father's mistress. So then oh, that poem, okay. I was holding that as a child, like for a long time. But like the reading Ruth Stone's poem gives me courage to write. And then mm-hmm. I start draft, and then probably took me a couple of years to finish that one poem. And then even wow. though, uh, it takes me a couple of years to just like even send out because, you know, it's just like a taboo, feels like a taboo. And then I, yes. you know, mm-hmm. telling the secrets, you know what I'm saying. And um, also I just got um, accepted one of the poems. Um, Call, you know, the blood heart flower mm-hmm. is the poem that I was like about writing about Atlanta spa shooting, and I'm Korean, and then there's like um, six Asian women got killed. Remember, oh, like March yes. 2020, and mm-hmm. um. Like, and then there's, like, two boys, like, you know, I'm a mother myself, and then so two boys, like, lost their mom, Hanjung Kim. So I couldn't write a poem right away um, because it's just, like, I'm stuck on the picture. Like, so that's what, what do you write about. Like, I, um, they released the picture of Hanjung Kim Grant and then two sons, Eric and Randy, and I'm looking their happy face of a family photo. And it just, um, I don't know, like it was just speechless. And then I have to put aside and then I put the one word, how she would feel, you know, and then how the sons, you know, cope with it. And then so finally um, I finished and then uh, it's going to be published. But um so um, it depends on some poems. Like you just write really quick. Some poems takes for a while. Yes. A couple of years. Well, or share never a, finish. Share, <laughs> a poem, share a poem, please. <laughs> um, but like, so do you want me to share my anchor poem? Because I've been writing this poem, um, Comfort Women. I think that is one of the uh, my 
um, anchor poem, and then I'm sharing the poem with um, a lot of podcasts. And -hmm. then also um, the reason is it's like sexual slavery during World War II. And um, there now it's only 31 survivors out of 200,000 women. Yes, like then... I don't know. Do you want me to read that poem? Because actually, um, I wrote a play about it. So that is my first playwright. And yes. it's like a 10 minutes. It's going to be on uh, live stream on this October Friday. 2nd. Yes. October 2nd. Yes. yes. <laughs> I remember. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. So um, I'm going to read it just like a part. How about that? Like just one part? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Come for one. Yeah. So I'm going to read just like one part. Come for women. 14 August 1991, Seoul, South Korea. A woman named Hakson Kim came forward to denounce the um, Japanese for the sexual enslavement of the more than 200,000 women during World War II. They were known as Wiyambu in Korean and Comfort Women in English. 1941, that autumn, autumn night, Japanese soldiers withering swords dragged me away, gathering pine needles. They fell from my basket, filling the air with a scent, with their white blood. When you scream in your dream, there's no sound. On the maru, grandma's making songpyeon, asking mom, is the water boiling? Will she bring pine needles before my eyeballs fall out? I feel pain there. They put me a long stick between my legs. Open up. Open. Their rage spreading their sperm. The smell of a burning dog, burning light, panting, grunting on top of me. Under my blood, I am dying. 1943, Shanghai, China. One night, a soldier asked all the girls, who can do 100 men? I raised my hand. Sunja did not. The soldiers put her in boiling water, alive, and fed us. What is living is Sunja living in me. 1946, Jinju, Korea. One year after liberation, I came home, short hair, not wearing hanbok, not speaking clearly. Mother hid me in the back room. At night, she took me to the well and washed me, scars sealed with hot steel like a burnt bark, like a roots of old trees all over my body. Under the crescent glow, she smiled when she washed me. My baby, your skin is like a white jade, dazzling. She bit her lower lip, washed my belly softly, but they had ripped open my womb with a baby inside. Mother made white rice 
and seaweed soup. Put my favorite white fish on top. But mother, I can't eat flesh. The night in the granary, she hanged herself, left her little bag in my room, my dowdy with a rice bowl. Father threw at me, waved his hand towards the door. I left at dusk. Thirty years, forty years, forever. Mute, mute, mute. Very with me. They called me Weambu. I had a name. 1991, 3 a.m. That night, the thousand blue stars became white butterflies through ripped rice paper and flew into my room. One, one hundred, one thousand butterflies, endless white butterflies going through the wrap in my mouth into my unshielded red scars, stitching one by one. Butterflies lifting me, heavier than death. Butterflies opening my bedroom door, heavier than shame. At dawn, I stand. I don't know what to say. What do you view as being the role of a poet in modern-day society? I think um, it's not just I share my story, Mm -hmm. but then I have to share the story who's been silent and then who won't able to share their stories. So... um, and also, somehow, I am carrying the truth and speaking mm-hmm. truth through the poetry and then let them know I'm not saying right or wrong, but I'm being witness. That is my role, being a witness. And then I write what I witness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. It's wow. very important, and that's why um, I create like a poetry reading for bittersweet immigrant stories. I think um, because we we need a patient to listen to each other. Someone cannot speak in English. If he or she wrote on their mother tongue, please let them welcome, and then we could sit down and list their mother tongue. Mm-hmm. Welcome them and listen. And also, if you don't speak other languages, you still go. I mean, I think this is very important. Why we're segregated? Where is the racism coming? Yes. Unfairness. Calling like, you know, black lives matter. Mm-hmm. Um, when that happened. 
that I wanted to say, all lives matter. Yes. And then when we're talking about racism, we only talk about black and white. Like, I feel like we're invisible, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Invisible. And then, like, because of the role of uh, what Asian women role that I grew up, like, I got educated, you know, you're supposed to be not share your emotion, you know. Like, I mean, I know that, like, so many Asian um, American ladies, girls, you know, they're, like, learn their languages here and then they're speaking out, you know, all that kind of stuff. But still, I'm talking about because I came um, in the, like, you know, late teens so that I know the culture, right? Like, a first mm-hmm. generation and then robot in Korea, so I know the cultures and then customs and all that kind of stuff. So then um, through the science, it's like not easy. And then break it through the rules and norms, it's just like really uncomfortable. But yet I think it's like my duty to express what I feel and what I I think that's what you're, if you're saying that is like what is my, um, you know, role as a poet. And that's, I think, that's what I need to do. So that's why, like, you know, I get reading and then I explain. And then through this poem that I sometimes, like, people don't get it, like, right away. But, like, there's a word, like, you know, songpyeon, you know, what's the songpyeon, you know, like, I wanted to um, share. It's culture, you know, the rice cake that you eat in Korean, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And um, then I am helping you to understand my culture, sharing, like not helping, but like I'm sharing my culture. So in way, like I need to share what I know to you so then you understand me better. I, and then I'm gonna listen to you so that I understand you better. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Well, what you're talking about is empathy. Uh, empathy for another person's empathy for another person's story. I mean, if you can't understand another person's story in its totality, listen to the feelings that go along with that story. That's where you'll find it's, some. It's not about it, like you know, like it's it's not just like sitting there. It's like we gotta move, like it just. If you invite me, if I say you invite me, but I say, oh, no, I, I don't want to, then our conversation not going to be here, right? Mm-hmm. So then um, with this in our, I don't know, like, who's listening? And then there are, like, so many of my friends, like, you know, the poor friends or, like, audience. And then I feel like, oh, now by the time I probably read like over 50 times and more about the comfort women. I didn't read the whole passage. Yeah. But then um, still there's like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know that history part. And honestly, I didn't even know before I wrote this poem. And then I had to research. And then I got like, you know, read so many interviews and then all, all that. Like, and then like first draft, more draft, more draft, and then came out. And then. Uh, finally, I have like a 10-minute play, and while we're doing the play, and then directors are like, oh, my goodness, I, I know a little bit about it, but now I'm researching more. And mm-hmm. then the actors, like, they're like, 
using the words. So um, just like, wow, you know, the poem that I wrote about comfort women, because through this poem, um, I'm reaching out so many people to share the history. And then I am not saying like, you know, and then I just wanted to use the monologues or like that. What is really being human, you know? I think right. another part is, which it is, is like, what's, what's being human? Well, let me ask or, this question. Let me ask this question. Yeah. You wrote The War mm. Still Within. What do you think surprised yeah. you most about writing that book? What surprised you most? What do you mean by that? What kind of aha moment did you have, or did you have an aha moment from writing that book? Well, uh, gosh, yes, a lot, a lot of moho, um, the aha moment is like, uh, just like I'm going to, like I just opened it, and then there's one, um, I mean, there's like so many like poems that I wanted to share in here, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. cost of a brief, you know, the cost of a brief, I mean, people think like, uh, you know, like it just like really feels like <gasps> I'm breathing. You know, you know that cause it's it's just like it's humongous. We we take it as a granite, and then like, um, oh gosh, I, I'm gonna read you quickly. Okay, yes, second period, second yes. period. I am called to a little dark room, windowless. Mrs. Ropez show me a picture book. Kang, I say. No, river, she says. Liver, I say. Not liver, it's a river, she says. That's what I said. River, river, river. Kang, it's a Kang. She shook her head. Look at my mouth, she says. River, river, I say. Then shut my mouth. Mm. Wow. So... That poem is like, as an immigrant, like you know, I'm still have like a sometimes hard time, still L and R, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was reading in person, um, a summer gospel in Long Island, and you know what? Um, it's like almost a 50 years old Italian immigrant man came to me, and then you know what he said? You make what? me cry because mm. I remember exactly when I came from Italy and then they're bullying me and then they uh, make fun of me not speaking English. So then you bring me to <laughs> back to the, that 13-year-old boy who's sitting in the corner of the classroom. So then he said, like, you made me cry reading that poem, he said, you know? Yes. So, like, so that kind of like I mean, this is like I thought like hmm, you know, I was like writing, and then like I thought like I didn't really big think about it, but like this poem is like gets a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. like they're get into like oh my gosh, I totally connected, and this is like sort of like aha moment, like one of the poem called Pogo Shippo. See, like uh, you you will say like what's mean Pogo Shippo? Maybe, and then, so it's, it's I miss you, right? But, mm-hmm. like, 
like I, I feel like if I say I miss you in the title, then I feel like I'm not delivering what I really meant, like it's just like in Korean words, that is so authentic. And then like, it, so what, why don't I read this poem? I miss you. So start with like this, I miss you. It's not enough. No subject. Puffy eyes with red veins. Praying before sunlight. Putting away a fresh bowl of rice. Between blankets to keep warm. Waiting contains silence. Sorrow. Could not touch through DMZ. The divided country. Husband in the north. Wife in the south child in her belly. Mm. So, um, with that, like, this is like, if I read in Korean, that, like, putting away a fresh bowl of rice, I mean, it was like, why putting a fresh bowl of rice? So that, like, I just wanted to show you as a picture, because I told you, like, Korea has, like, four seasons, like, winter time, mm. They don't have like this, you know, the rice cookers, whatever. They make like this bowl of rice, right, with a lid on it. And then um, Korea at the time, we don't have like everybody not have like, you know, bad. We, we sleep on the floor, right? Like, mm-hmm. like warm, you know, warm floor. And we have like, we got to fold the blanket every morning, right? And put yeah. aside. And the moms like put the like this rice and then put in the lid on and put in the between the blankets so that the rice could be warm. So when you come home, then you could eat the not cold rice, no microwave, right? So then you gotta keep it like rice warm. So that is love. And then red puffy eyes, you know, you don't have to say that you cried. It's just like vein shows the missing. Yes. And um, so I don't know. So it just um, writing this poem, I felt like, okay, this is like so, like so little people will have the same experience that I have, right? I'm not mm-hmm. talking about brown, right? My uh, brown is like songpyeon rice cake, you know? And... Um, mother tongue, you know, something like that. Like, okay, what what is the cost of, like, living feels brief? So the words fill with the in, and then um, American Dreams, Oxtail Soup, you know, all these poems. Like, when I was writing this book, and then I dedicate to my mother, who never seen the grandchildren. She yes. died so young. And mm-hmm. so then I dedicate to the... Um, my mother, my daughter, who live, right? And then people who, um, the women who never express, um, so like, just like, and for all the women everywhere who have lost their names, I'm dedicated to them, you know? Yes. And their, like, role as, okay, you know, my family, my children, all that, like they lost their names. So that one of the um, things, the comfort women, 
um, keep saying. They call me Wiambu, Comfort Woman, but I mm-hmm. had a name. We should call the names, right? Yes. 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 Do you think you were meant? But do you think you were meant to be a poet? Do you think you were meant to be a poet? You know, um, yeah. <laughs> because okay. I, I was like writing from like very early age, and I remember like um, when I was like even like elementary school students, I start writing, and then like in Korea you have contests, and then. You go write a poem, and then you know I love to read, and then just, just like you know, I don't know, it's like a young age, but like when sun goes down, and then I sit under like a mountain, and then it's like, where the sun goes down, you know, <laughs> it's like I don't know. Yeah, I I, I just like. <laughs> Tanya, we've run out of time. Ooh, um my. I'd like you to come back in early 2022 because I want to continue our conversation. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed spending time with you. You're a fascinating person, and I wish you nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. Yes, thank you so much. But, like, oh, my goodness, it's just really we're out of time? audience as I share every Mm. week let poetry ring be careful be safe out there until next time this is quintessential listening poetry online radio good night everybody good night (laughs) you have just listened to the quintessential listening poetry online radio podcast with your host Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. And make sure to catch our next episode.